0: Welcome back to Anxiety What is Happening to Me. I am so delighted to kick off this season with you guys. I asked, you answered, I listened. It's going to be better than ever with amazing interviews and real life anxiety moments. I'm going to start this episode by going back to basics. We're going to talk about the difference between panic attacks and anxiety attacks. Let's start off with a panic attack. What is a panic attack? A panic attack comes on really suddenly, it lasts between 30 to 60 minutes, and it ends on its own, and it leaves you spent. So that's a panic attack. That's like the basics of a panic attack. So if you feel a panic attack that comes on really suddenly, and then it leaves on its own, usually that would be considered a panic attack. Now, what are the symptoms that you could be feeling when you're having a panic attack? Some people feel palpitations, sweating, trembling, or shaking. It's really interesting because you could go into a room and let's say you sit down at a table and you could be conversing with everybody completely fine. And all of a sudden you're going to have this panic attack and you're not, you won't necessarily have All the symptoms to a panic attack, but let's say you'll have palpitations, sweating, and trembling or shaking. Like you could have like super intense shaking of your legs going up and down, you know, a good three inches under a table. And the people around you aren't even gonna know that you're having a panic attack. Learning how to process it and deal with it and know that you're having a panic attack. Could literally make it look like to other people that nothing, like that you're totally fine. They're not even gonna notice because all of the things that are happening to you are, you know, palpitations, sweating, trembling, or shaking m- could be under the table and something that nobody could even see. And on your face, you're just like, you know, speaking to people and talking to them like everything's normal. Other sensations that you could have while you're having a panic attack is feelings of choking, chest pain, nausea, or gastrointestinal pain. These symptoms usually are harder to mask. So if you're having a panic attack and all of a sudden you're feeling all of these feelings, these feelings are usually the ones where we're literally going to feel like we're losing control of our body and we're going to have this fear of dying. So those, um, that chest pain and that choking feeling, all of a sudden we're like freaking out, we're like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, like something bad is going to happen to me right now. And that's also a panic attack feeling. You know you're having a panic attack if you're feeling those feelings of intense like chest pain or that feeling of choking or that feeling of like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die. And then the third set of symptoms that you could have when you're having a panic attack is dizziness or like-headedness. You could have chills or heat, numbness or tingling. And those could be lighter in feeling, but they could still make you feel like disoriented or you can feel like you're detached from yourself, like you're looking at yourself from a distance. And that is also a panic attack. What is what is the panic attack? Like, why do we have it? Okay, so the reason that you're having the panic attack is because something activates your nervous system to go into fight, flight, or freeze. When our nervous system goes into that, our body goes into a panic attack because there's no actual, because we're not truly at risk for something, something bad is not truly actually going to happen in a normal circumstance for our body to activate fight flight or freeze is usually when we're at risk we're at risk and we need to take action but when there's not actually something real that we need to fight or that we need to run away from or when we need to freeze some then when we feel this feeling it's like why are we feeling this nothing bad is happening and so our body and our logical brain, they're not connecting very well together because our logical brain is telling us that there's nothing happening, nothing is wrong, but our body is telling us, yes, something is wrong, something is happening. And so now we're fighting with each other when we're having this panic attack and it becomes like a friction, like where we're not sure what to do, right? We're in this situation where we have these intense feelings, But yeah, there's nothing really bad happening. Now let's move on to the anxiety attack. How do you know that you're having an anxiety attack? An anxiety attack is usually a low-level anxiety that ramps up. So you're feeling low-level anxiety, maybe for a day, maybe for a week, but eventually it gets up to a really high intense point. So it doesn't come on suddenly. It's usually a simmer and then it becomes a boil. Secondly, an anxiety attack can last between a few minutes or it could last a few weeks. Anxiety attacks don't go away on their own. You can't just snap out of your feelings. If you're having an anxiety attack, you can't just snap out of it versus with a panic attack. It usually comes on and then it goes away. That's how you know the difference between a panic attack or anxiety attack. If it's something that's not going away and it's continuing longer than an hour, you're usually experiencing an anxiety attack. So what are the symptoms of an anxiety attack? When we're having an anxiety attack, we could have excessive and hard-to-control worry, often about many everyday things like finances, relationships, and work. It's so crazy how we as human beings, living in today's society world, we're just filled with so much, so much stimulation from everything, from our phones to what we listen to, who we hang out with, our jobs, our families, maybe we have lots of children or one child, but either way, we have to think about dinner and food and cleaning and cooking and working. And all of this worry could turn into low-level anxiety. As you're simmering on this low-level anxiety and you're constantly bombarding your body with all of this low-level anxiety without letting yourself relax, you'll eventually hit an anxiety attack. Hello! Anxiety attack. Let's go crazy. (laughs) So, during this anxiety attack, you might feel restlessness, difficulty concentrating, irritability. Irritability is a huge one during anxiety attacks. We tend to have a really hard time controlling our emotions and we might start snapping at the people around us, yelling uncontrollably. That irritability really puts on a lot of guilt after we have the anxiety attack. So definitely looking into that and being kind to yourself and nice to yourself and forgiving yourself for being, being irritable because it's really hard to control when you're having anxiety attack you could have muscle tension or trouble sleeping. During anxiety attack, it's really hard to sleep because our nervous system is so jacked up that there's like no way that you're going to fall asleep. Even no matter how tired you are, you could be yawning and just completely exhausted. But if your brain is like going crazy with excessive worry, you're going to have trouble sleeping. And how do you deal with that? Like, how do you fall asleep? Well, there's lots of coping skills of how to calm your brain down like you could journal all of your thoughts down and then go to sleep it doesn't matter what time it is middle of the night right before bed you maybe you wake up with lots of anxiety just sit down and write all your thoughts down all of your excessive worry and that usually really helps melt it away and then just like writing down what you can control and when you can't control and then all of a sudden you're able to sleep because you calm your mind down if you don't calm your mind down you're just not going to be able to sleep it's really nice to understand the difference between a panic attack and anxiety attack because dude if you're having a panic attack at least you know it's going to eventually stop uh, I don't know if that's better or not, but at least you're like, okay, you know, I'm having a panic attack. Me, my foot jumping up and down under this table as I'm in a social setting is going to go away within, you know, 30 minutes or or 60 minutes or whatever, or even quicker than that. Maybe it'll be five minutes, but either way, you know that, okay, I'm having a panic attack. It's okay. Nothing is wrong. And I'm just going to ride this wave. I'm just going to like hang out. Let it ride through. I'm going to be fine soon. So at least you know that. And then with the anxiety attack, the nice thing to know is that it doesn't come on suddenly. And so having that knowledge is power. That's power because, dude, if you're feeling low-level anxiety, know that 100% you're going to hit an anxiety attack if you don't deal with it. That's that's powerful knowledge because now you know So when you are feeling low level anxiety, take care of yourself, figure out why you're feeling that anxiety, get rid of that stress in your life and don't allow it to control you and you're going to be able to avoid having an anxiety attack. So what's the same between a panic attack and anxiety attack? So is there a way to be like, oh, I don't know which one I'm having? Not really, because both of them activate your fight, flight or freeze. So, which means it's going to be super intense feelings. That it's not going to be mild. It's going to be super intense where you feel like you're out of control and you can't control yourself. And the other thing is they happen when you're not truly at risk. So a panic attack and anxiety attack is something that happens when you're truly not at risk. You may ask, okay, if I'm having a panic attack or I'm having an anxiety attack... What is one thing that you would recommend for me to do to calm down? Well, as everybody says, you have to breathe. Believe it or not, that is the one number one thing for you to do, which I mean, the one thing that I really like to do is not breathe. I'm like freaking out. I'm like, no way. No way. I don't want to. I don't want to breathe. This is happening to me. I'm feeling these feelings and that's it. But in reality, we should breathe. We should tell ourselves, no, even though I don't want to breathe, even though I'm like feeling all of these intense feelings right now and I want them to just stop, just remember or try to remember. Let's face it, our logical brain is usually off when we're having a panic attack or anxiety attack. But we could train ourselves to tell ourselves, we need to breathe. So the more you practice, the better it's going to be, the faster you're going to remember to breathe. But breathing through your nose and then breathing out through your mouth and then breathing through your nose and breathe out through your mouth. That's like the best way to calm your nervous system down the fastest, even though it's like the hardest thing to do. I don't know. Has anybody ever had a panic or anxiety attack and then they're like, oh yeah, I'm just gonna like breathe through it. It's like, it's almost embarrassing like to breathe in front of people. I don't know why. It's like, oh yeah, I should breathe, but it's too embarrassing. So I'm just gonna deal with these intense feelings and do something stupid instead. (laughs) I don't know why our brain thinks that's the more logical thing to do. The more, but the more healthier thing to do would be just to breathe, even if you're in front of a big group of people or something. But if you're able to like walk away and go into the other room or walk away from whoever's in front of you, if you are embarrassed to breathe, breathing is the best way for sure. 100%. So breathe in and then breathe out double the amount and like purse your lips, pretend you're blowing out of a straw when you're breathing out a good way to do is like count. So you could count like, let's say, breathe in for five seconds and then breathe out for 10 seconds and then count for one second and then and then do it again. Breathe in for five seconds and breathe out for 10 seconds. Again, count to one and then count to five, breathe in and then count to 10, breathe out. And even by breathing three times, your nervous system is just going to calm down so much my goal in life is to help people and I want to help even more people. I feel like I'm not even helping enough people. If there's anyone in your life that is experiencing anxiety, please refer them out to this podcast because I just want to have a larger reach, larger reach to help people take control of their lives and have a better life and If this could help them even for one day, even for one hour, even for a week, even that would make their lives so much better than living with anxiety day in and day out. If you're someone that's experiencing anxiety for more than a month, I would definitely seek professional help. This is something that we shouldn't live alone with and we shouldn't feel ashamed of having Never blame yourself or feel like you can't ask for help because for instance when I'm having an anxiety attack it could last between an hour to 2 hours and then usually it simmers down back to a simmer but the boil usually lasts for about a couple hours and I noticed that when I ask for help or not or like I used to never ask for help actually tell you the truth But when I started learning to ask for help and when I would ask a friend to come over or I would ask my husband to come home from work and hang out with me, I noticed that I was able to process and get through that boil so much easier, so much smoother. And it just felt like I could get through it without feeling like, oh my gosh, I'm going to die or oh my goodness, I can't handle this. Because, you know, it is, it's an intense feeling where you feel like you really can't handle it. And having that person with you and asking for help is really key to helping you get through those really intense episodes of anxiety. I want to finish off this episode by reading to you guys from Psalm 33. I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I'm going to read some of it to you guys. And I'm gonna be reading it out of the Psalter in Slavic and also in English. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul makes its boasts in the Lord. Let the meek hear and be glad. O magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord with diligence, and he heard me and delivered me from all my tribulations. I sought the Lord with diligence, and he heard me and delivered me from all my tribulations. I sought the Lord with diligence, and He heard me and delivered me from all my tribulations. When we seek the Lord during our anxiety, He's going to hear us, and He's going to deliver us from all of our tribulations. All we have to do is just seek Him, and He will help us through it all. Draw near to him and be illumined, so your faces shall not be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. When we cry, the Lord is going to hear us. He's going to save us from all of our troubles. Приступите к нему и И лица ваши не постыдятся. Все нищие его зла, и Господь услыша ей, и всех скорби его спасе ей. Все нищие его зла, и Господь услыша ей, и всех скорби его и This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. Ополчится ангел Господень о крест боящихся его и избавит их, The angel of the Lord will encamp around those who fear him and will deliver them. O taste and see that the Lord is good, blessed is the man who hopes in him. O fear the Lord, all you his saints, for those who fear him have no want. The rich have become poor and hungry, but those who seek the Lord with diligence shall lack no good thing. Бойтеся Господа все свети Его, яко несть лишение боящимся Его, богатее обнишаши и взлкаша, взыскающие же Господа не лишаться всякого блага. Приедите, чада, послушайте меня, страха Господня научу вас, кто есть человек, хотя и живот, любя и дни видите благи. Come, O sons, listen to me. I will teach you the fear of the Lord. What man is there who desires life, loving to see good days? What man is there who desires life, loving to see good days? All of us, we all want good days. We all desire good days, right? Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. Keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking deceit. How do we keep our tongue from evil and our lips from speaking deceit when we're having an anxiety attack? The way we do it is by preventing an anxiety attack. And how do we prevent an anxiety attack? It is by noticing that we're feeling low-level anxiety and doing something about it, figuring out our self-care routine so that it never gets to anxiety attack and so that we never get to the point where our tongue is going to speak evil Vzushimir mir depart from evil and do good seek peace and pursue it ukklaiti odzla is sotvari blaga vzushi mir ipožeiye depart from evil and do good seek peace and pursue it ukklaity odzla is sotvari blago vzushimir ipože depart from evil and do good seek peace and pursue it. Here it tells us that we need to depart from evil and do good and we need to seek peace and we need to pursue it. How do we seek peace and how do we pursue it? We try really hard to calm our lives down, calm the stresses down in our life. What is causing us to stress out so much that we start feeling anxiety and then we're having anxiety attacks? Jesus wants us to live our lives where we're not freaking out. He wants to take our burdens with us. And when we give our burdens to him and when we let go and we allow him to carry us and when we believe, when we truly believe that he will take care of us, then we will be able to let go of all of this simmering stress and anxiety that causes us to have anxiety attacks. That's it for Psalm 33. In this episode, I talked about the difference between panic attacks and anxiety attacks, and also what should you do if you're having an attack. Before you leave, I wanted to ask you, are you ready to live with more spring in your step, have healthy cells and less toxins? What if optimal health was within reach? What if I could help you reduce pain, increase energy and heal from illness? In my show notes, I have a link that can help you get just that. Stop settling for less than the life you want. Take action with just a few simple drops. I have those in my show notes in the link if you want to check it out. And I will see you guys next Tuesday. Thank you guys so much for stopping by.